Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. Balance Virtually provides full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, and much more. To schedule a consultation with a certified public accountant with over 16 years of experience helping people like you, visit balancevirtually.com. Balance Virtually, your locally owned full-service financial planning service company. Hi, this is Yvette Freeman, publisher of The Envoy. If you're a minority or female business owner or creative artist, The Envoy magazine wants to help promote your business. Get listed, get featured, get seen. Visit theenvoyguide.com for more info. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and I'm excited to be back another week on my new, well, I can't say new show, I've been saying that, but I'm six months old, but I'm glad (laughs) to be back on my show. And I always would like to thank the listeners and my mentor here, Matt Matan, the creator and owner of Biz Radio Asheville. So again, I just encourage everyone to continue listening and downloading um, the podcast, the show, once it's aired, we really appreciate that so we could keep reaching more and more streaming platforms. So I want to jump right into today's show. I'm excited um, to have my first owner of an amazing hair salon. So today's guest is the spouse of one of my amazing students, Paul. I'm consulting with him. I met him, wait for it, financial tools class, Mountain Biz Works. I'm always giving a plug for them. Um, She is the owner of Asheville Hair Design here in Asheville, North Carolina, which believes in providing a work environment that fosters creativity, innovative thinking, and empowers endless growing opportunities. I love that. Asheville Hair Design is a team-based salon, which means team members don't pay commission on products or services, and team members do not rent a chair. So I'm curious to hear about that. So today, I'd like to welcome today, Trisha Zink. Welcome, Trisha. Hi, thanks. Oh, my God. Gosh, it's great to be here. <laughs> Thank you for making the time. <laughs> I thought about that when I was like, this is prime time. Um, for those listening, we record at nine o'clock in the morning. So I was like, I hope I'm not taking you away from the busy schedule. Oh, no, no. We, um, we've actually adjusted hours uh, to, to start a little bit later because, especially on Wednesdays and Thursdays, because we have a lot of um, working people who can't get to the salon before, you know, 5 30 or 6, and they still want their color done. So, um, yeah. so we don't start until 11 uh, on Wednesdays and Thursdays and we'll go until seven. So that's nice. Well, tell Paul, I said, hello. I will. I will. <laughs> so, so Trisha, we always start the show by having the guests tell the listeners a little bit about themselves, you know, where you're from, um, how you became an entrepreneur. And I have to put the little plug in that I saw on your website bio that you are a professional <laughs> chorus singer, like in the opera. So I, you have to include that. So tell us about you. Okay. Um, let's see. Well, I'm from everywhere. Um, my dad was in the Navy and we just ended up here in Asheville and Asheville is the longest place I've ever lived. And it definitely is, is home at this point. Um, so, and the, you know, um, back in the day we had a, um, uh, we had, a 
the Asheville, Asheville Lyric Opera. And so um, I just kind of fell into that and as a chorus member and it actually kind of opened the gateway for me to become their hair and makeup designer. And I did that for almost 10 years. Wow, so, that's cool. Yeah, it was. And I know you mentioned you've been in Asheville the longest, but what are some other places that you lived at? Um, let's see, I was born in Texas. I lived there all of two weeks. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Got out of there. And then, um, uh, then we moved to California and then from California, we went all the way across the United States to Virginia Beach and then eventually Virginia Beach to North Carolina. So, so we didn't move quite as much as a lot of people did, but it was, it was enough. And finally, my mother was just like, you know what? Honey, you just need an airport, so I'm just going to go where I want to go. So Yes, wise mother. But you're right. I mean, it actually is a lot. You know, for some people, yeah. they just move once before they're 18 years old. That's a lot. So you guys mm -hmm. definitely bounce in, in drastic different areas, different sides of the country. So, well, cool. So tell us, how did you find yourself becoming an entrepreneur? I know you mentioned you started doing hair and makeup with the chorus group, but did it just kind mm -hmm. of start from there? Or did you already have that? interest so um i actually had been doing hair quite a few years before i even tumbled into the um lyric opera so i started doing the opera around 2006 2007 okay and um oh, but i uh, i started doing hair like in 2001 or yeah something oh wow 20 years it's been 20 years yeah it's, it's like crazy so um i opened the salon while i was while i was doing stuff for the opera but um opera was only like three times a year Mm -hmm. So, but, but yeah, I, you know, the, the whole thing about <clears throat> the way that hairdressers are set up, so to speak, is that, you know, they, you graduate from school, you get a commission job and then, um, and then you do that for a while and it gets to the point where, um, well, they can't raise your commission any higher. So, so they raise your prices and then you get to a point where you can't raise your prices any higher. So you're like, well, you know what, I'm going to go out on my own and I'm going to go rent a booth and I'll be in charge of everything. And that will be great. The things they don't tell you, <laughs> so, <laughs> I was you know, and, and it was, it was great, but you know, the, the, the challenge around that is that they don't tell you that, you know, well, now you have to pay your own taxes and yeah. now you have to buy your own product and mm -hmm. now you have to manage your own business. And, um, you know, um, so then you get to a point where there's only so many hours in the day. Mm -hmm. um, you can't raise your prices anymore because you're kind of at the industry standard. And then you think, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to open a business. I'm going to open a salon <laughs> and I'm going to have employees and this is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> Again, things they don't tell you. <laughs> yes, yes. So you started out so, here 20 years ago, but how old is Asheville Hair Design? We just turned 10 this past summer. Oh my gosh, Diamond, that's a huge uh -huh. I know. And you're, and you're located off of Hendersonville Road, so you're in a prime area. Yeah, yeah, we are. We got very lucky when we found our space. Um, I absolutely love where we are. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, the, the the amount of things that we've survived over the last ten years. The last two years, notwithstanding, is it's been crazy. Yeah, well, you know, I'm gonna just jump into we, we, every guest that we have on the show. We ask them for different um, tips and jewels and. Mm -hmm. What is something along this entrepreneurial journey you wish you would have known in the beginning and advice that you would want to give people specifically in your field? Because we do have right. quite a few people that's in that. Is it safe to say beauty field? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, you know, I wish that we had been taught that there's enough hair in this town for everybody <laughs> and that we don't have to be territorial, yes. that we could actually learn so much more if we actually like learn from each other and worked as a team. Yes. Um, you know, I'm not here to steal people's clients. I'm here to empower other stylists to become better stylists and to, you know, and if I have, if I have team members that, you know, decide that they want to venture out on their own and Mm -hmm. run their own business, I do my best to help educate them on how to do that in such a way that they don't struggle. Yeah. Because let's be honest, opening a business, it's struggle. Yeah. Especially the cash business that you guys were in. And I, and I definitely mm-hmm. want to touch on the pandemic where a lot of people mm-hmm. in that beauty field, yeah. there was, there was nothing. And, you know, I mm-hmm. have a hairdresser that I've been going to now for about three years. And thankfully she had, you know, actually almost 30 years of experience. She started um, at Asheville high, you know, mm-hmm. with, um, they're, with the program that they have. Yeah. There. yeah she's um, Danielle from Salon Roche. She's off Hendersonville road too. I send her people all the time because I'm like, I can't do that, but I know she can. Ah, she's a great, she's a great colorist. You guys are saying the same things. Like she's definitely has had people that haven't been as nice as you and referring people or had prior people that she worked with that she poured into and mentored to. Yeah. And then they just leave and they bad mouth or, you know, like mm-hmm. it just doesn't end well. And I just hate right. that, that that tends to be sometimes the norm well, in the industry. But I love that you have this amazing business model that I definitely want us to jump into. But what were you saying? Well, and unfortunately, it starts in hair school. Yeah. I mean, they they teach they teach us. You're gonna have to hustle because that person next to you is gonna is gonna be better than you. No. And so, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I I have a a newer stylist that just joined our team in August, and that was what she was told. And I was just like, Are you kidding me? You know, there's <laughs> there's there's so much more to learn if people aren't like confrontational and territorial. So yeah, so yeah there are a lot of things that need to change in our industry to make it a better industry to be in like wouldn't it be nice if you could like work with team members who are there to support you it doesn't matter <clears throat> who sits in your chair where you know you know if if I have a client that's in somebody else's chair that's great because that means we're all here to take care of you yes so it has nothing to do with ego or pride or anything like that word so yeah that's such a breath of fresh air and I'm so glad that you're <clears throat> part of the community here in Western North Carolina and trying to change that. So let's talk about your business model, because that's one of the first things that interests me when we've talked briefly before you were just like, you know, we're very unique. No one is Mm -hmm. doing what we're doing here. So what is your business model and how did you come up with this business model? So I coach, excuse me, I coach with a company called Strategies and they are a um, business that supports salon spas and med spas, teaching them leadership skills, teaching them how to run their business. Um, and they teach this business model, um, wow. you know, because commission is broken, booth renting works to a point, and um, it really kind of comes down to, um, you know, the reason why stylists leave salons is they don't leave salons, they leave leadership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> As, like with any job. Exactly. So, um, exactly. 
so finding them has been like super, super amazing. They saved my company because before wow. I found them, it was kind of like, you know, I'd look at the bank account and be like, oh, look, I've got a little extra money. I'm going to go buy some color, mm -hmm. you know, and now it's like I actually have a budget and a cash flow plan and I never thought I would like numbers and I like yeah. numbers now. Yay! So. <laughs> well, that is so hard. How did you find something like that? Because I think that's what a lot of, you know, new entrepreneurs mm -hmm. struggle with is a lot of times like yourself and myself we're kind of solopreneurs meaning you know right we don't really have anybody else so sometimes you do want to talk to someone in your field but like you said you run into competition at times and i've been fortunate in the cpa field just like you said there's mm -hmm. enough business to go around for everybody but you do mm -hmm. get some people sometimes that's kind of like no no veronica i don't want you to know what i'm doing because i don't want you to right. you know get in my territory and i'm like i don't want your type of clients or that <laughs> but yeah so how'd you find about um strategies um uh, through another salon actually so um i'm a member of curly hair artistry i'm a curly hair specialist um and i've been working um uh, learning that uh path since uh 2013 um and i went to um <clears throat> rockville, Mil uh, rockville maryland's mm -hmm. um and i have a i have a uh, I was up there for a symposium and the hosting salon because they were hosting, they were able to have like a f half an hour to talk about their business model. Mm -hmm. And the moment she started talking about it, because at that point I was like, commission is broken, but I have no, I have nothing else. What, what else can I offer? I can't give financial stability, but this is all I know. Mm -hmm. And she started talking about team based and I was just like, Oh my God this could solve all of our financial problems and all of our stylist financial problems. Because what if <clears throat> you could guarantee a paycheck every week? Yes. You know, what if eventually you could have a 401k or you could have paid time off or, you know, anything like health insurance, which is so unheard of in this field. So especially, yes, especially in our industry, in an industry that has no financial stability and it's so um, non-consistent, what would happen if you could actually provide consistency? Mm hmm. So the way that you actually achieve that, is it that everybody's money goes into the pool and then you divvy it out when it's time for <laughs> to pay the bill? Um, I want to get into the details. Absolutely not. <laughs> that is not how that works. Because when you start messing with people's money, people get pissy. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I was like, how do you do that to guarantee a check and all that? So it's a traditional business model. It's everybody gets paid an hourly wage plus gratuities, you know, um, and then we have benchmarks and goals that we want to hit as a company and individually. And so everybody knows why it's important to hit the company goals so that way we can grow as a company and offer more benefits. That's awesome. So, so it's like, it's like working for a, you know, a corporate office where mm -hmm. every quarter, Every quarter you do, uh, we call it, we call it career coaching. I don't like the term performance review because it's so negative. Yeah. So we do quarterly career coaching and, and then we do, um, yearly wage reviews, unless you're like a, a freaking rock star. And then if you're <laughs> going up and above then, and, and my boss, my boss is the cash flow plan. And my boss says that, yes, this person is amazing. Let's give them a raise. You know, th that's what we do. So you know, and we've finally, after 10 years, can offer, you know, a week of paid time off. 
Oh, I was just going to ask you that. So you're 10 years old. And when did you implement this business model? Uh, six years ago. So it has taken us six years to get to almost federal living wage. Um, we're hoping January, we're going to, everybody's going to be at $15 an hour. Wonderful. Um, and then of course, on top of that, they get their, they get their gratuities. So that will jump them up as well. <clears throat> so yeah. Ending. And so, so yeah, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so I, I have a cash flow plan and everything it goes into the cash flow plan, whether it's product, retail, payroll, admin, the lights, the rents, all of that stuff, all of that. So like our prices are not based on anybody's talent or ego. It's actually based on our cost per hour. So when we have to raise prices, it's not because somebody's a rock star and like their ego demands that they charge higher prices. Um, it's literally because this is what we need to do as a company to be profitable and support our team members. I'm loving this. I'm getting chills, um, chills, Trisha, <laughs> when you're talking about this, because I feel like you know, I've known other salons that they tried it and because of maybe mm -hmm. of some bad apples, it didn't work. But And it's not for everybody. And it's not for everybody. But you've shown that if you stay at it and you have the support system that, you know, that you had in place, like you had a whole company, like this is what they mm -hmm. do, that this can yeah. be successful. And I mean, that's outstanding. I think a lot more people are going to go that route, especially after, you know, the pandemic. So how did you guys survive <laughs> during that time? Luckily, we did get... Um we did get the payroll protection plan, like both of those, um, and we Wonderful. did get the um, economic injury disaster relief loan. Mm -hmm. um, so, but the real thing that saved us was the fact that we are an employee-based company mm -hmm. because we, even myself, I'm an hourly-based employee. Um, yep. I don't do anything I don't ask my employees to do. Um, we pay our unemployment taxes. And yes. I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't understand is that, you know, I wanted all of my colleagues to be able to have access to, you know, being able to pay for their bills and stuff like that. The thing that they don't understand is being an entrepreneur and not like I was advocating everybody. I don't care if you're a company of one, become a corporation, mm -hmm. you know, pay your unemployment taxes, pay your payroll taxes, because that's where that money comes from. Yeah. And so we were able to get unemployment within two weeks of shutting down. Wow. And I know other folks <clears throat> where they never was able to get it because they mm -hmm. weren't set up that way. And then yep. it hit around the time when taxes were starting to be due and people had extensions and they weren't mm -hmm. on top of it. So I and I feel, you know, I'm preaching to myself, too, because actually in 2022, I'm going to change my business structure to where I'm taking a payroll because after four years, I'm at that point now too, where I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, I don't want to just do the self-employment tax. I'm at that point where I'm making enough that I can mm -hmm. pay into unemployment and that, right. I, you know, it's I can bring on employees. It's how you protect yourself and it's how you protect your business, you know, and also uh, the other benefits that come from being an S corp, you know, it's like the, if something happens with a client and they have a chemical burn or something, they can't, come after me personally they can only come out mm -hmm. of business yep. so you know <clears throat> i would have to say that the biggest the biggest lesson i've learned throughout all of this is just to do your research and yes. become become aware of the opportunities and um resources that are available to you even as a solo 
entrepreneur because mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I, I don't think it, <laughs> I totally came into this business <laughs> blind. Oh yeah, so we all we all came in eyes wide shut. <laughs> <clears throat> right, exactly. It's like you know, and then you're you're it's it's definitely trial and error the entire journey. Yes. And I don't know if I would necessarily change my journey. Right. Um, if anything, I might have tried to find strategies faster. But I think, you know, I'm a firm believer that timing is everything and everything rolls out the way it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. And I am not the same person that I was 10 years ago when I opened up this salon. And I am grateful for that person. And I'm very <laughs> happy to where I am right now. Oh, man, you summed that up <laughs> so great. So we're actually already, Trisha, to the end of the show. So I definitely want you to tell the listeners how they can find you at Asheville here design or as an employee or to be Mm -hmm. a client to get you services that you guys offer. Absolutely. Um, We're actually taking hair models right now for our newest team member. Um, She's a licensed cosmetologist and she's just uh, going through our uh, AHD Academy. Um, So you can call us uh, 274-4006. You can go on our website, which is AshevilleHairDesign.com. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook, although we're not really great at the whole social media thing yet. But um, me neither, me neither. But at least you're there, and you have an amazing yes. website. I've been on the website, so that's the biggest. yeah. And then we also have a join our team page on the website as well. So that's awesome. Well, Trisha, thank you for kind of leading the wave of this new business model <laughs> for the hair salon industry because I think it is going to catch on. And like you said, it's not for everybody, but right. when it works, it really pays off, especially when you have situations like a pandemic or when it is time to retire and you did pay into unemployment and you can reap the mm-hmm. benefits of paying those Absolutely. taxes. And I just want to say that if there are already salon owners out there that want to learn more, I am so happy to talk and talk and talk and talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Trisha, thank you again for making the time. And I definitely need to stop by Asheville Hair Design because I'm in West Asheville and you're right mm-hmm. up the street from Salon Rocher. And I'm definitely going to tell her that I had you on. I'm, I've been meaning to have her on, but crazy schedule. So thank you again. And I just want to You're always welcome. Thank, you know, the listeners for tuning in and please come back next week, same time, same place, 4.30 p.m. on Fridays. And you can stay connected to all things Biz Radio Asheville by going to our site, bizradioashville.com. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.